Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Yo, what's going on? It's Johnny King, and whether you are a first-time listener or you're a fan of the show, um, have you know, I will have you know that being the Johnny King Show, yes, I have a passion for personal development, I have a passion for sports and relationships and Bigfoot and alien sightings. Uh, it's it's called the Johnny King Show because not only do I like to talk about how to be you know our best versions of ourselves, yes, but I also have the most. I just want to have fun essentially in everything that I do. Okay, so I sometimes genuinely I have a, I have a high, a high need for variety. So even in my own show here, like if, if it were only focused on, let's say, men's health, which is actually what I do on my, you know, my day-to-day job, helping guys all across the, the world and, you know, making sure that not only are they successful, uh, you know, in their bank account and in other ways and in their physical body, but they're also deeply fulfilled. And yet, if that's all I were to talk about, I'd get really bored. So... I like to mix things up on the show. I like to tell stupid stories. I like to just kind of go with whatever I feel like. And so today I was like, you know what? I'm going to play a little game, a little game with myself. I have this book called If, Questions for the Game of Life by Evelyn McFarlane and James Saywell. Okay. So I've had this book for so long and... I would, well, I would, I, I still do to this point. I'll use it a lot, like in, in terms of dating. Okay. So whether I were, you know, I haven't used it in a little while, but you know, years ago, let's say if, uh, if I were online dating, I'd open this thing up and I'd find a, a question, right? So I just literally opened it up and this was this first question. If you had to choose the color that, that describes you most accurately, what color would it be? Wow, wow. Okay. Not the greatest question. However, I don't know. Maybe women love that question. Oh my gosh. You would think I'd be pink, but I'm actually uh sage. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm making that up. Uh anyways, so I use this uh in that regard, but also at times when I've been in a long-term relationship, and need to spice things up, I literally will go in here, find a few questions, throw them into my phone, and then pull them out uh, in the middle of dinner conversation, right? What what bothers me the most, uh, doesn't bother me the most, I'm being overly dramatic, but what I've noticed that kind of rubs me the wrong way, there's, there's some, some trauma there, <laughs> is when I see couples sitting at, at dinner and literally, they're not talking. One will be looking to the right while the other person in front of them is looking to their right. They're looking in opposite directions. They're not talking at all. They're not conversing. They're just sitting. And not to say that silence is bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, if you felt like you were going on a road trip with your significant other and you had to talk for all eight hours, like, ugh, shoot me now. But, you know, when it comes to dinner, you know, or, or a meal, like, 
Yeah, sometimes like that. Sometimes that's the best part of it. It's like sitting down and having great conversation, going out on a Friday night, uh, learning something new about your partner, even if you've been together for a long time. And so I like this book for that reason, because to me, I I remember when I was dating a gal in high school, and we hung out with one of my buddies, and she was like, and my buddy was just really, he was just very curious. Uh, but he was also very intelligent, but he was asking her a lot of wonderful probing questions, right? And, uh, you know, just as a normal high school relationship might be on the way home that night, she was like, why don't you ask me any of those questions? <laughs> I'm like, well, I feel awesome now. Uh, I, I, probably cause I'm just not smart enough. You know, that's probably the, the truth. <laughs> I haven't had the practice. So over the years, uh, I've gotten to be a lot better of a conversationalist. So whether you feel like you're really good at making conversation or you're not, I I would jump on Amazon. I'm sure it's still available. I have no idea. If, it's called If, The Questions of the Game of Life by Evelyn McFarlane and James Saywell. So for today's episode, as exciting as this might be, I'm going to play by myself, but for your own listening enjoyment. I'm going to literally just open it up randomly and whatever question I read is a question I will answer for you. But then maybe you want to maybe you want to write that one down and bring it to dinner for your family or for your significant other or text it to a friend of yours. Okay? It's kind of fun. I don't know. So this is one of my more lighthearted episodes. So here we go. Drum roll, please. That's me drumming on my table. That's anticlimactic. Okay. If you had to name the most important invention in history, what would it what what would win? The most important invention in history, what would win? Oh god. Like I guess my first thought goes to like fire or the wheel, which of course. But then you can say the printing press, um the internet, the interwebs. Um I would go with the internet only because that's something that I've experienced. I I loved hearing my grandfather's stories because he was born in 1908. He passed away in 2006, 2007. My mom passed away in 2006. He passed away in 2007. So he outlived all of his children, passed away at 98 years old. But the stories he would tell me about the things that he would remember. I mean, he lived through the, you know, gosh, he lived through the 20s and the 30s, Great Depression, both world wars, Vietnam War. And then he was like one of the most avid users of the internet, sending me like political emails on the daily. Like the dude saw so much change and he just rolled with it. I think it was pretty cool. But I do remember, you know, I've been alive now, what, 41 years. And the... You know, the thing that I, I tell even like to the younger, younger, my nieces and my nephews is like, yeah, I remember a time when there wasn't an internet. What? I remember a time when there wasn't, you know, iPhones or iPads. What? <laughs> I remember a time when there wasn't even laptops, right? But that's, of course, that's just, we, we all have those stories if you live long enough, right? But, uh, but the internet, man, was, was obviously is and continues to be such a game changer. Um, but I remember I was so re- resistant to it. And people were like, email. I was like, what? What is this email? I was like, no, it's just a fad. It'll you know, come and go. This is stupid. So I'd say the internet. What about you? 
if you had to name the most important invention in history, what would win? Your turn. Go. Okay. I'm going to go with another one. Got time. Do I have time? Judges? Yes, I've got time. Here we go. If you could have worked for anyone in history in your own field, who would you choose? What? Oh, gosh. I don't know. If you could have worked for anyone in history in your own field, what would you choose? Mm. Now, I was an artist. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, well, no, let's, let's just, let's, let's be honest. I am an artist. I just haven't done as much art as I used to, but I was an art major, uh, fine artist with a graphic design track. That's what I graduated with a BS out of college and, uh, was always, a kind of a, a budding artist as I was growing up, loved it and would always have my sketch pad with me and my colored pencils. And so I would have to work with, man, I would love to go back and work with like Michelangelo or Picasso. Um, yeah, something along those lines. One of the greats would be unbelievable. How about you? If you could have worked for anyone in history in your own field, who would you choose? I kind of stretched a little bit because I'm not necessarily an artist per se. But then again, maybe I'm a molder of the minds. That was cheesy. Who knows? Um, okay. Random choosing here of another one. Here we go. What do I got? Last, third, and final question. Um, okay. If you could transport anyone, or I'm sorry, if you could transport everyone you are with at the moment to another place, where would you all go? Oh, man. All the people here. Oh, thanks, guys, for being so quiet. There's no one here. So I'm by myself. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I'm always alone. Um, no, I'm alone a lot, but that's okay. That's why I like doing podcasting. If I could take my friend, my friend group, man, I would go to, if I, if, if, let me, let me say it again. If you could transport everyone you are with at this moment to another place, where would you all go? I would say, uh, I've been to Italy a little bit, loved it. So I would love to go to like the Amalfi coast somewhere in Italy is absolutely amazing. Maybe Spain. Portugal are high on my list that I want to go to. Um, Japan actually is also really high on my list of like next places I want to travel. I just love their culture. I love their architecture. It's just so different than the Western world. Uh, I find it fascinating. So yeah, yeah, I think that that's that would be it. Like if if I if I had to go with a huge group though, it probably would be like Italy. And let's go to some freaking amazing, beautiful island or a coast somewhere, right? Or Greece. That's what I'm talking about. So, anyways, I hope this has been fun. But I want you to uh, to check out this book or even at the very least take a couple of these or come up with your own. And uh, it can help. If you feel like any of your relationships or conversation with anyone has gone stagnant, maybe even with your kids or maybe you've got a, a 14 or 15-year-old who's stopped talking to you, because you're their parent and it's not cool to talk to your parents, bust these open a little bit. It could be fun. Sit around the Christmas tree or the menorah 
Is that right? The menorah? Right. Yeah. I'm not Jewish. So to all my Jewish listeners, I apologize if I just pronounce that uh, incorrectly. And talk, you know, just tell some, uh, ask some, some good quality questions. All right. That's it for this one. Easy peasy, fun and light. Till next time, I will catch up with you soon. Take care. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at Johnny King, Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.